Hey girl, grab your headphones. You know I'm not that friend that you can have on the speakerphone. <laughs> this is the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast, and I am Kendra, also known as Yo Fly Auntie. This is a space for the grown folks, so sit back, relax, and get ready for takeoff, baby, because we are about to be fly. It ain't about a midlife crisis, but it's all about midlife flyness. Let's go. Hey, girl, you got your headphones on? I know you do, sis. I know you do. This is the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast, and I am Kendra. Welcome, welcome. How's it going? Sit on down. Grab your cup. Come on, have a seat. Let's talk about it. How's it going? Is it going all right? January treating you better? January, January doing January. Girl, it still feels like 2020. I think that we are so just, I can't say for you, but I can say for me. How about this? I have been so disoriented (laughs) by working from home and homeschooling and and all of the things that we've been doing for the past 10 months um, that I kind of have lost track of time. So I have to do the whole, okay, so make sure everyone does everything that they would normally do in the morning to leave the house, but still stay home. Because if we don't, I promise you, it feels like it is Groundhog's Day. (laughs) I don't know what Hogum's is, but yeah, it does feel like Groundhog's Day a little bit, but still a blessing. So let's talk about Michelle Robinson. Obama's outfit. Can we talk about the burgundy pantsuit ensemble by Mr. Sergio? Oh gosh, I forget Sergio's name. I'll put it in the show notes. But uh, honey, just it was like, okay, the last time you saw me at an inauguration, I had my hair pulled back in a ponytail like I was getting ready to brush my teeth. Okay, the same one that you girls have. No lashes, no beat, no nothing, because I don't want to be at this shit. Mm-hmm. We've all had that. I'm like, I'm going to come, but I don't want to. So I'm going to just do the minimum and not the most. This time, she was like, now it allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Michelle. <laughs> Sorry, Hove. My name is Michelle um, Robinson Obama, and I am from Chicago. Allow me to show you how we do it. In the shy, just everything. I mean, of course, um, a really good day, a wonderful day. It was my first time crying like through this whole ordeal. I know that so many of you have worked so hard to get to this moment where you can kind of exhale. But to be honest, uh, my feelings were kind of all over the place. I don't think that I really understood how much pressure we have been under. And I don't think that I still fully understand it. So it was amazing to see Madam MVP. It was amazing to see all the chucks and the pearls and stuff. And by the way, Converse, cut the check. Okay. Somebody, anybody listening that know Converse, the people at Converse, y'all are women. A a, a commercial, a, a, a TV, something, another. Hey, drop an ad right here. I'm your target demographic. Put it here the 40 and over crew the people who have um some stuff for you to 
have a, a check <laughs> that they, you can draw from their, their checking account. Yeah, holler at them because so many of us had on our Converse, our Chucks, our original Chuck Taylors, and all of the sassiness and the pearls, just like Madam MVP. But yeah, it was, Tuesday was, it was a, a lot. It was a lot because it was, it's been a lot, honey. And I think that it is okay for us to just be like, you know what? I don't know what I feel right now. It's like a feel, a feels tsunami. <laughs> it's all the feels and all of the, the, the things just all thrown into hmm, the blender, I guess. So yes, um, but back to Michelle and that uh, uh, wonderful that was the blackest shit. It was just black. It was so Sunday morning in church black where you might not have had on no super duper outfit all week. But honey, on this fine Sunday, I'm going to show out. That's what Michelle did. It wasn't even first lady. We would, It went straight to your sister, cousin, girlfriend. It went straight to y'all. Michelle, I see you, honey. And just the, the beauty of it. The beauty of black women and seeing representation and why representation matters. Quick story. I'll, I'll talk about this some other time. But my mother, when I was a kid, we lived in an area that there wasn't a lot of accessibility to black baby dolls and stuff like that. So I didn't know this, of course, because I was a kid. But every year, my mom would go to the nearest big city and she would purchase black baby dolls, black Barbie dolls, black whatever. My mother was an educator. You've heard me talk about my mommy. You're going to continue to hear me talk about my mommy. But she knew the importance of representation. She integrated as a teacher. She was one of the first teachers in a predominantly white school, an elementary school in the area that we lived in South Florida. And so she was one of the first black teachers in a predominantly white school. Huge deal. She also understood that me not seeing myself reflected back to me would be an uh, impediment. It would impede me from doing things that I would want to do in life. And so she may always made sure that I knew that I was affirmed and loved just by the village that I was in and by understanding that representation matters. And we can dovetail that on the, the Yo Fly Auntie podcast because the reason I started this, y'all know, is because of y'all. 40 and over black women we're yet mm -hmm. we out here doing the damn thing but no one sees us but we see each other i see you sis and since i see you you know what i'm gonna ask you what's in your cup i had the best martinis last week out of my cup my cup of fuck it mm-hmm I had great lemon drop martinis i know a lot of you uh, we talked about this before are doing um no liquor dry Daniel fast um January good luck with that good luck <laughs> this is the y'all know anybody that talks like that with their snap and their fingers in there that would be me <laughs> if you don't know somebody like that then you you'd kind of do it's me this is the remix baby this is the remix and you know what we do on the remix we honor you 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 and you too sis and oh, you too today i would like to swath of women elders 
what do I mean by that? I want to honor the elder black women in our community. I don't really think we understand how much they have poured into us and continue to. Case in point, Jonathan Capehart. Do y'all watch him on MSNBC? Shout out to MSNBC. Love, love MSNBC. Um, But shout out to them. Uh, Jonathan Capehart has a grandma, an auntie, not a grandma. Her name is Aunt Gloria. Mm -hmm. And Aunt Gloria told Jonathan Capehart several, several months ago, probably like a year or so ago. No, it was over that. It was over more than a year. He was at his family reunion and his Aunt Gloria told him, um, that he, she, that she really felt as though Joe Biden was the person that, um, should, should be in charge of, uh, the democratic nomination for president. She was like, he, he'd won, he'd won. And he said, everybody around, it read like family reunion time and God, I miss family reunion time. So they were all sitting around and he was like, it was a really broad consensus of the elders in his family and that were, you know, family, friends and community and stuff that they thought Joe Biden should be the person because they had lived long enough to know. And this is Aunt Gloria's quote that only an old white man can fight another old white man. That's what she said. That's what Auntie Gloria said. And you know what? Was she wrong? When um, all of our young people have and not I shouldn't just say young people there is such a youth oriented culture in broader society that the voices are like Auntie Gloria and Auntie Maxine and Auntie Dion and Auntie and Auntie and Auntie and Auntie aunts and grandmas and all of those amazing and beautiful and wonderful women that have a wealth of knowledge and experience that they willingly share should be honored as I have gotten older Shout out to the almost 50 crew. We almost 50, girl. Mm-hmm, 1971 and a half. <laughs> um, I did the whole Cardi thing. Um, but Auntie Gloria and all of the aunties and the elders in our community do not receive the reverence that they deserve. Now, listen, I'm not one of them people that think, oh, respect your elders. Now, you know what? You should. But sometimes folks understand that (laughs) age does not equate maturity. Mm -hmm. But there are so many people who have hard fought and hard earned wisdom that choose to say stuff to us and pour things into us to allow for us to understand from their point of view. And unfortunately, this is not new, but it is a newer space that we can be in that we can scream into the void. Hey, um, y'all, um, y'all are ignoring the, the people who have the, the map. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you've got all of this new technology, but has Google ever taken you down the wrong road? Yeah, mm-hmm, it will. Mm-hmm. There's something about the wisdom that comes with lived experience that should not be ignored. So this week's remix is a shout out to the elders in our community for still getting involved, still being a part of everything, still being the sauce that go on the sauce, honey. If you think your sauce good, ask one of the aunties. They know how to make the sauce, honey. They know how to make it. They don't, they can tell you, just look at it. That don't look right. They don't even know what you put in there. (laughs) 
that's a word right there isn't it they don't even know what you put in there it just look wrong <laughs> shout out to them for remixing what we think that our elders should be doing and should not be doing still showing up and showing out and stomping and praising the lord and all of the things and the things and the things and handing out blue peppermints and being on usher board number one and being on the silver sneakers team and working out at the ymca my grandma didn't do that i love it honey to all the elders of the black community my grandma's auntie sisters and friends you are absolutely worthy of the remix. So what's the poppin' topic this week? Ooh. Hey, it's all about repurposing, remixing, of course, reinventing how we choose to navigate through this world. Yeah. Woo! I love that beat. I have a dear friend, her name is Charity. She is a counselor. And Charity shared something earlier this week on the grand internet webs of the webs and the whatnot. And she shared something, things that I am no longer apologizing for. I'm gonna read a few. Eating dessert, asking for help, my voice, my truth, changing, outgrowing spaces. My sexuality, my fantasies, not looking quote-unquote put together, investing in myself, wanting more, not knowing, my limits, my boundaries, honoring my needs and my expectations, a messy lived-in house, ooh, that's a good one, asking questions and being curious, Craving intimacy and connection. That's a tough one right now. Getting angry and emotional crying. Distancing myself from inauthentic friendships. Being assertive. Having things that are mine separate from my partners and family. That is a huge, huge thing. Those are all so, so great. And I think that this came from a web page or gram, internet, whatever, at Holistically Grace. Grace was my word for this week. If you follow me on the internet, you know that I shared that my Peace Over Petty word for Sunday, Peace Over Petty Sunday is new. If you're not following me on the grams and the webs and the enters of the things and the Facebooks and the and the book faces. <laughs> I share on Sunday my peace over petty word. I mean, peace over petty Sunday. I'm sorry. And my word this week was grace. And I think that a lot of times, uh, a lot of things that we go through or find ourselves in situations that we don't necessarily want to be in. I mean, that's often a lot of times what helps so, so much is extending grace not just to others, but to yourself. My grandma had a saying. She said, while you are putting up with somebody else's crazy, they putting up with yours. You crazy too. <laughs> because we're all different. So it seems crazy to use just, a, you know, regular old crazy. 
It seems crazy that someone else is doing something that you just do not get and they are rubbing you the wrong way. Well, I mean, we learned this week from, well, last week, from all those pearls that we saw everybody wearing for the inauguration that um, the only way that you get that pearl is through the irritant of being inside that oyster. Mm-hmm. So how much grace are you extending yourself? How much grace are you extending to others? How we walk through this mug is is a lot of what we get back. Doesn't mean that you're not going to have some fucked up shit happen. I mean, pressure, you know, and life. Life is about those experiences. But how you handle them, sometimes you might start out and it might be real raggedy. You like think about it later. Like that wasn't me going into my my best bag, honey. That was me coming out of my old bag when I used to cut a bitch. <laughs> nobody cut anybody but you know it's a a metaphor metaphorically cut someone but yes when you went into your old bag in your when you you your new grown version of yourself and sometimes you slip back into some stuff that you're just like oh I don't like the way that feels or I don't like the way that this friendship makes me feel I don't like the way this relationship makes me feel I don't like the way that this man at this counter in the the quick trip is making me feel or the person behind me without their mask on standing too damn close is making me feel you have to back up a little bit and extend grace and a lot of times that grace for other people isn't for them (laughs) it's for you it's for you you extend that grace because you don't like that it fucks your day up that if I allow myself to dip into my cut-a-bitch bag, that needs to be a purse. <laughs> Let's work on that. If I dip into my cut-a-bitch bag, I'm going to be left with the residual feelings of, I could have handled that better. Or, they deserve that, but. Because they're long gone, the situation is long over, and what you are left with is what you have experienced and how you navigated through that experience. And sometimes that doesn't feel good. I have done that myself plenty of times. Uh, a, a quick little blurb, a little story. Story time. I had a friendship that wasn't really working for either one of us. And we were bumping heads. And we have been friends for so long. And just like I said about that thing that Charity shared on the internet... It's okay to outgrow people, but you don't have to do it in a way that feels like you're going to burn them down in order for you to feel some warmth. It doesn't have to be that way. You can choose a different pattern, a different way of handling things. And so the old me, uh, when I was younger, probably when this um, person and I, this woman, this beautiful friend, And I can say that she's a beautiful friend, even though we aren't friends anymore. I hold her in high regard because of the place that she was in my life and that she helped me to grow in places that I didn't need, think that I needed to know what I was doing or how I needed to grow in that space. So we had a a conversation, which was something so different than what I would have done in the past. And we agreed that we could no longer be in each other's lives. And I promise you, it felt like death. Losing a friend 
Losing anything is a space where you must allow yourself to mourn and grieve that. Because if you don't, then you'll be hanging on to that anger. And that is what that grace is for. And that is why I can say, I love her, but over there, but over there, not in a nasty way. One of them things, honey, if anybody called and needed anything, or I really feel as though if I needed something, I could contact her. But our day-to-day interaction with one another, it had to stop. And it wasn't daily, by the way. It was just, you know, we had been friends since we were young people. And we ain't no more. Life, right? Grace, right? For yourself, for the people around you. Sometimes it seems really hard (laughs) for simple things to be put into action. But you know what? Who the fuck said life was going to be easy? I don't know who told nobody. Nobody's no one's that's listening would think that nobody at all. So this week, I want you to focus on this popping topic. Be the person that you want to be. Not what people expect you to be. The one that you want to be. You are absolutely so worthy. Grace, grace and mercy, they go together. But this week, we're focusing on extending yourself some grace. Hold on a minute, sis. Hold on. Hold on a minute, sis. Hold on. Hold on a minute, sis. Hold on. Hold on a minute, sis. Hold So our take-home bag will be nothing like the cut-a-bitch bag that I mentioned. Though I really feel as though that should be a thing. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? It's a warning. It's like the cup of coffee. It's the cup of fuck it. The the cut a bitch bag. And then you could put your groceries in there. And you'd be like, I didn't mean like you were thinking. I was talking about my vegetables, bitch. <laughs> what kind of take home bag is this? A very different one. It's a very eclectic, very eclectic and wonderful bento box bag. I went straight to sushi, didn't I? I miss going out to sushi. I miss going out to brunch. I miss all of those things. I miss seeing my friends. I miss interacting with people in person. I miss, I miss, I miss, I miss. And you know what? That's the take home. It's okay to miss things. It's okay to want more of them. It's okay for all of those things to be true. The morning of mourning the grace of grace, the love of it all. Your take-home bag is nothing but being filled with love. Just love. Love for you to apply liberally, like some shea butter, like some very thick lotion that you need for this very dry weather and being inside. I want you to apply love liberally combine your love with that serum of grace and go forward and have an amazing amazing day and if you ever need to hear somebody tell you something affirming and positive and wonderful about yourself I'm going to say it to you now you are wonderful you are loved you are love that's your take-home bag love (laughs) 
Well, you know what that clock says. It's time for me to go, but it's never goodbye. It's only see you later. This is the Yo Fly Auntie podcast. I am Kendra. This was so much fun hanging out with you. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, review, tell a friend or two. See you later. Have a great day.